We're back again. You're listening again for some reason. This is episode 16 of the Bluegrass Race Hub. Uh, we got a very irritated man way over to my right. I don't know which direction it'll be to you. Uh, Keith Hackney. We got Blake Hensley making his debut. We got the HMFIC Jason. Uh, this is a day late because Jason wanted to make sure I saw every second of my Bengals getting beat last night. So let's do the damn thing. Uh, Bluegrass Race Hub coming at you guys. We've got some special guests with us tonight, as he pointed out. Tonight um, was an interesting event. Uh, we're going to cover some stuff from last week before we jump into that. Uh, let's go ahead and start it off. Trucks at Gateway last week. Alex, what do you remember about that? Do you do you remember? I know Jonah Colbert was the winner, and I owe Jonah a huge, huge apology for uh, messing up tonight on Race Control. Uh, he was in the middle of saying something, and I accidentally clicked my mouse. And when I did, it brought up the menu. And when I went to click away and like get off of that, for some reason, it uh, disqualified him. I immediately tried to re- uh, rectify the issue, but uh didn't happen. But anyways, going back to what I was saying, trucks at Gateway. Colbert won that one. What else do we have going on? Um, we had a, let's see. Well, Barrett Morton took a P2, who he, uh, he's kind of on a hot streak here. Recently had a good finish tonight as well. Um, I th- I know he's in, I'm pretty sure he's inside the, the top 10 of points at this point to save points a bunch. Uh, Taylor Peacock, after we let him know on the last episode that he needs to start showing up for races, uh, absolutely showed up, got himself a P3, followed by a, Peyton Hubbard and Gary Jaworski. Um, I'm not going to run down through the whole field, um, but it was a uh, it was a short track truck race. What what can you say? There were incidents all over the place. Just uh, in, inside the top ten, there's three guys with twelve incidents apiece: Gary, Bobby, Justin Holt, um, and then several other guys. There's a uh, Will Weber, Will Weber with 19. Uh, Takahashi had 16. Uh, Sean Kaiser, 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 Kaiser had 20. It, it was a, it, it was what you expect when you come to a short track. I think for the most part, um, for me personally, it, it didn't go well. I ended up finishing 20. I don't even remember how the race ended for me, to be honest with you. I'm still in tonight's stuff, but I was 40 laps down. So I know I, I got wrecked at some point and blown mm-hmm. smithereens. I'm sure nine I can't remember. cautions, uh, last week we had, we had way more. Uh, not, but yeah, so nine cautions last week. Um, trying to remember, like, I know I picked Gary to win last week. Obviously, he finished P5, which is, you know, one of his best finishes of the season. Yep. Um, I don't remember who else we had picked in that last week. I, I, I just can't, for some reason, it's completely blocked yeah. out. Like, last week didn't even happen. I know um, after, after tonight, I'm I'm sorry to everybody that had a good run last week or had something we they probably specifically wanted us to talk about because I'm man I'm drawing a damn blank right I'm now. I'm telling it's you, embarrassing. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I have. I know Colbert led 36 laps. You Morton 15. Peacock Peacock did have a good run. Peacock's been on a a little bit of uh, ever since we told him to get his to get in the races. I mean, he's got the win. Now he's got a P3, and then tonight he had a he had a good finish tonight. Um. Speaking of tonight, I need to get that stuff put up there as quickly as possible, but uh, that way we can all look at it. Going on, let's just go ahead and skip on over to Xfinity. Um, 
figure out what's going we, on. We, we we could talk to these other two fellows about it. I know they'll they'll maybe know a little bit more than we do. Yeah. So last week's uh, Xfinity winner was Keith. Um, Keith wanted to ask. By the way, what's up with the post on Tuesday? So he said you've not been making any posts for him. He sent you a picture. Thought I'd bring that mm-hmm. up real quick. Mm-hmm. Redundant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's up with that, buddy? So I, I, well, I told Blake, and now everyone's listening. So Tuesdays are so my wife. She said she has not missed not one single race that I've run since I joined this league. So big shout out to my wife. And what that means is on Tuesday night. That is my night to hang out with her so she doesn't divorce me. <laughs> so we, we, we sit down, we watch a few episodes of uh, Yellowstone, and then I, I check the Discord the next day. And then uh, if there are pictures, which you did send them to me earlier that day, and then you, you got them up before I got to it. But I, I know I've said this in the, in the Share Picks channel before. I, even if it's not race win, if you've got a, a fire ass paint scheme that you want the world to see, the, the, that's where I get 99% of the content. Yep, I see it behind you. I mean, you you can count on me for a, a shit post here and there. Um, I know some people like it. Some people probably think it's stupid as hell. But mo- most of what I want to feature on our Facebook is content from the league, whether it's your schemes. Your wins, well, I don't. It can be in other races. I can whatever. If, if you're doing stuff that's i racing related, you can DM it to me. You can share it in that channel, whatever avenue. Get it to me, and and I'll, I'll make sure you get your 15 minutes. Well, post race thoughts is popping off right now. Totally different <laughs> subject. Well, we'll we'll get there, Jason. We'll, we'll get there. We'll, okay. That's fine. We'll get there. We we gotta keep because if we get off on it now, then we ain't gonna we ain't gonna talk about this race. We ain't gonna talk about the cup race. So let let let's truck through these. All right, let, we'll let, let's it. let's start off. Blake, tell us uh, about your experience last week at uh, Gateway, bud. Uh, well, before we ever get to the cup aspect of things, uh, I know listening to the last <laughs> last episode of the podcast, one of you two picked me to win the Gateway race, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it it never goes well when anybody decides to choose me to win I a race. I picked you the week, be- always, week before, I feel like. Yeah, I always go out and uh, show my ass like as soon as possible every time somebody picks me to win. So that's exactly what I did on lap two. I uh, had a little episode coming into turn three, go, about to go three wide, backed out of it uh, with two of my teammates in front of me and mm. uh, missed my braking zone, stabbed the brakes, spun out, and... Uh, wrecked myself and a couple more other cars so uh rebounded from that race to a 14th place finish but you know obviously uh that was that was keith's race to lose and he did not do that so that was about my take on the xfinity race last week keith what are you uh you want to weigh in on the xfinity from last week at gateway oh i loved it um <laughs> this is all there is to it man i um you know i put in a lot of practice and obviously several several sessions with you and um Oh God! Don't yeah. fucking say that! Don't say that! <laughs> oh yeah! Hey, that—that's our one f bomb right there. Jason just spin it because we're we're keeping it PG thirteen now. So my bad. That's. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, we was uh, we was fast in practice and went out for qualifying. Just messed my line a little bit and oh, uh, Radburn, he's a he's an animal when it comes to qualifying. I feel like I can just I can't out qualify him to save my life and. uh, um, you know, because he's running that there. three number, baby. 
Yeah, well, yeah, I might have to change mine to that. But um or three six nine maybe. But um uh yeah, man, just uh we was working together um there for the first part segment of the race and then after I was able to get by him, I clean air dude. I I love that track and um just that last green flag uh pit I did just same thing I said in the interview, like I didn't know he was in front of me. I thought it was Bryce who short pitted and he was in front of me. And when we went across the line, I seen Raver in front of me, like by so many seconds, I'm just like, what? Like, I, how, what happened? <laughs> he was like, uh, he was like, I only took two tires. I was like, well, if we stay green, you might be in trouble. And, um, but at the same time, man, he held his own. Like I legit had to drive my tail off. Uh, oh, you could say, you could say ass. We, oh, we okay. just get, we just get one F word because okay. Jason, Jason told me to, Chill out, because when I talk normally, that's every other word. So I got I got to watch myself. So now oh. you got to watch you got to watch yourself too. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> well, in other words, I had to drive my ass off to catch him, and then um, you know, as I was running up on him, and I I didn't know a a lap car had fresh tires, and he passed us like we were sitting still. I was like, hold up. I was like, there's nobody her position should be that close, and um, so but he kind of showed me the line because Rabin was gonna uh, you know block the bottom, which hell I would too, and. And I just sort of just tucked in behind the lap car and just smooth sailing from there, man. I'm just, I was just so happy to get that, that first, or yeah, that first win or no second win, um, just out of the way, man. I'm just, I've had shit luck this whole season and I feel like I should be doing a lot better in Xfinity than I do the cup because I don't ever drive them. So, um, yeah, man, I'm just uh, building up some momentum and here we are again at Nashville, one of my good tracks. And, uh, we're going to have a, we're going to put on a show tomorrow night. Well, uh, so we we also have to cover the Cup Series uh, from Gateway. So let's take a look at that. I'm drawing a damn blank, man. On uh, this one, I do remember a little bit more because uh, I might have been. Oh, it was Atkins. Maybe the, <laughs> maybe the highlight of the season. That was a <laughs> hell of a race. I do remember now. I, I completely like because I, I I just it just hit me. Mikey was leading that bitch and. Jonathan made an incredible last lap, last corner pass, Jonathan Atkins. So hell of a job by Jonathan Atkins to to pull that off. Um, go ahead, kick us off with that, Healy, and, and go uh, tell us a little bit about the Cup Series race. Yeah, so a different perspective than you might get from, from Keith and Blake for this particular race. Um, like I've talked about previously on here with, with me running Cup, I am... I'm learning. I'm trying to learn from these guys that have been doing it longer, that have more speed or, or just straight up more talented at this point. Um, it, it is a, a track that I like. Um, and like I've said, I, I do like these cars. I hadn't raced these cars at this track until this. Um, and I had a, a fairly solid run going. I, I thought I was going to end up in the top 10 to 15 somewhere. I was taking my time, just trying to, stay out of the the messes as they transpired on track and uh i think with three ish to go um i i entered three wide um roger pierce through a an aggressive move on the bottom i'm not saying that he shouldn't have because we're, we're at the end of the race and that that's the time for that stuff and uh put me in the middle in a, a position i didn't want to be and uh, we cleared the guy on the outside, but 
in doing so, we caught another person on the outside who kind of touched the wall a little bit. And I was that. I don't know who it was. I can't remember, man. I not sure, but uh, they had a front row seat because uh, I I tried to stay off of them. I was afraid they were going to bounce off the wall. And me and Roger got together and it turned me and then I hit another car and then it super physics me into the inside wall. And I, Elon Musk it all the way to the moon. I was probably a good 50, 60 feet above the track, landed it on pit road and well, almost cut, got your pistol. Oh, yep. I had to back up like two feet to, to take my repairs there. Beautiful. Um, I was, uh, if it wasn't, if it wasn't for such a cool wreck, I was going to be pretty pissed off about it because I I was headed towards a good run and I ended up finishing like 28th or whatever because of that. But I learned a lot. I had a good run for the most part. And there there was good racing all around. I mean, I, I didn't start up towards the front. I'm trying to think. I'll find it real quick. Yeah, I started 13th, which is, I think, kind of where I, I slot in. In, in the Cup Series, at least. And I kind of hung out around there for the entire race. But uh, I don't know. It, it, it was a highlight. And I went to the moon. And now I've got my astronaut wings. And no one else in the series does this season. <laughs> you guys want to weigh in on that a little bit, Blake? <laughs> um, he, yeah, they were there. Yeah, I was there for that. Uh <laughs> Uh, first off, I'll say Alex's wreck was absolutely beautiful. I've never seen anything <laughs> like it in my life, and uh, it was it was tremendous. I went back and watched that, and, and was just awestruck. Uh, my race, I'm just like Alex. Uh, I really don't know as much as I'd like to know about the next gen car, so I kind of you know qualify where I can get and uh, try to learn throughout the race and apply it towards the later part and. Uh, in the in the cup race, I did that for the most part, and uh, I was coming on strong there in the in the last going of it. Uh, I got to racing uh, Fritz pretty hard there towards the end of it, and uh, we were neck and neck going into turn one. Um, kind of, I, I over maybe overshot my breaking zone a little bit. Uh, at the same time, Matt in the fifteen was trying to get behind or trying to get out from behind the slower car in front of him and uh of course we made contact i got him sideways got myself fritz sideways we all wrecked into one and brought out a caution from there and uh that dropped me back to god i don't even know where i was at but i had a set of tires left so uh i threw them on and we Mm. had probably 20 something laps left to go in the race and uh kept it clean for the rest of the going and survived all the crazy restarts and drove through all the mess to uh, rack up a fourth place finish. And uh, had that race probably gone one more lap, I would have been on the podium, if not close to, to winning. I feel like I had really good momentum going, uh, coming to the checker flag there. So I don't know. Uh, all things considered really good recovery. And like I said, you know, uh, no, hopefully no hard feelings to, to Matt or, Anybody involved in any of my mess, like I say, I step on my dick all the time, especially in these next gen cars. It's hard, man. It's hard to do that when it's so small, too. I know. <laughs> yeah, somehow, I still find a way to do it. But uh, yeah, you know, it's one of those things. Big you know, feet, I'll, I'll huh? Get, yes, big feet. 
I'll get my shit together at some point. Uh, but you know, just carry on. Keith, what do you want to add anything to the cup race from last week? What happened to you there? Uh, well, well, I don't really remember where I qualified, honestly. Um, hold on. Let me find I you. Line. You you qualified P four. Yep. Man, about the same. Yeah, same as Xfinity. But you know, I, I try to play a a different strategy, and I mean, it was working. Um, but I felt like every time I dropped to the rear after pit, yeah, you know, I, it, it's so hard to pass. Like it's so hard without like do, dirtying people up and trying to come up through there then i get some momentum i get up to the top five or second or whatever it was have to pit and here and some people are on different strategies and they don't pit so here i am back in 27th again trying to having to try to come back up through there and i mean i mean all bullshit aside i felt like i was very quick if i could have just got some clean air but i just i couldn't do it without you know or having to dirty people up to move them and, and obviously you know with my uh my uh reputation yeah and who i am god forbid you know i even just piss on somebody as i drive by them but you know um but other than that man i I am just like y'all i mean i'm I'm learning the cars i don't know shit about them and um obviously we're all getting better each and every week and it's gonna have to just uh stop and grind a little bit man and just uh put in some work like i said about the xfinity and just try to move forward that's all we can do I mean, it was a, a learning process. So, Keith, what I, I would say, and and I, I'll be very modest here. I'm not putting myself on, on your level necessarily, but the past four weeks, I've had the, the start in the back in the truck series. And when you're navigating through slow traffic, when you're at a track that, you know, you're killing it at, like when I was at Coda or even tonight, stuff like that, it's... It's so hard, especially in these shorter races, to be patient and kind of matriculate your way through traffic. That That's the thing I struggle with the most. And it seems like when you get put in those positions, you suffer from the same thing that I do, possibly. And, and it, it's probably anybody when, when you got to start at the back and, and you're fast and you're back there with guys and I'm, I'm not trying to knock the guys that are running at the back of the pack. Cause they're, they're like us. They're you're learning, you're getting better every week, all that. But with the, especially on a short track like this, where entering corners, there's a certain amount of trust you have to have with the guys, both in front of you and behind you to, to hit their marks and if, if you've got a slow guy that's breaking early, if you got a guy behind you that he's not used to being real tight to a cart in front of him where he can't see his physical markers on the track or whatever he's going off of, it's it's difficult to put you in a, put yourself in a position to where your race doesn't get jeopardized because of the people around you. And with that in your mind, you're trying to get through there as quickly as, as possible. And that can put you in even worse positions sometimes. Yeah, and and see, uh, there at the the latter part of that race, you know, I mean, there again had another strong run coming up through there, and 
I think it was uh it was about two laps after a restart. I got tagged from behind. Um, can't think of his name. I think his his car number is ninety five, maybe. Towards. Oh, Towards. Um, yeah, Towards. yeah, yeah. He. He tagged me going into one, and I got completely sideways. And how I saved it, I don't know. I just, I just kept it in fourth gear, and I just sort of tried to roll back in it, and I got passed by like, I don't know, five or six cars. And finally, got you know, got my, got my feet back up underneath me, and and trying to drive back up through there. And then I ran up on, uh, Curtis, and and I think, I forgot who was in front of Curtis at the time, but I ran up on him so fast in turn three, and instead of taking out, you know, my teammate, I just I just locked him up and just cut to the wall. And, I mean, it sucks, but at the same time, I'd rather just ruin my race and not everybody else's. So, y'all yeah, remember that out there. <laughs> there, there are times when in that position, you you were sacrificing your race, but I know the feeling where if you get out of shape and you're, you're seeing guys fly by you and you want to get back on track as, as quickly as possible and get back in the groove. And it's hard to, when your tires are 300 degrees and you get into the next turn and, and the shit sliding all over the track again, because the tires are so hot with, uh, specifically with the short tracks. And it's, I, I try to tell myself this, but it, I have other people, I have Dave will tell me, it's like, Hey, it's there's gonna there's gonna be you know four five six more cautions you're you're gonna have your chance to get lined back up get the tires cooled off that kind of stuff and and with some of the, I don't know like the rookies in the league I don't know how long they've been on i racing I don't know if they race in real life or any of the stuff but more often than not patience will be a virtue what I mean you might give up five spots now or or whatever but if you can. Just get on track and get in line and not wad your crap up. There on a short track, there's probably gonna be a yellow that comes at some point. It's it's gonna put you back in position to start working forward. It's it's just it's patience and it's hard patience is a hard thing to do when what you're trying to do is drive hundred and fifty miles an hour. Hundred percent, man, hundred percent. I'll say personally, patience is one of those things that I'm still trying to figure out. Especially being one of the new guys, uh, that's that's one thing. Because I know I've got the speed. I know that I've got the talent, and a lot of times I just run out of it. And, and it all comes down to patience. That's uh, what I teach myself every single week. I'll, I'll say for you, Blake, I'll, I'll just make an example. I know that you're 10, you're 11 years younger than me. Um, that's That's something that comes with time. Yeah. Uh, when when I was your age and I I'm sounding like old man <laughs> wisdom or whatever but it's sometimes you just got to let it come to you instead of forcing the issue and it's it's a hard lesson to learn and we we can talk about it and say we're about it but when you're racing door to door with guys it's hard to it's hard to be about it. It's hard to concede positions yeah. at times and yeah. I've I've had that with the the best of friends that I that I race against in this, and, and the worst of enemies, and it it, it hurts either way because you don't want to let just let your buddy fly by, and you don't want to let the guy that you just can't stand fly by. But sometimes you let that guy slide by, and then you can slide into the groove and and kind of get back in your rhythm. That more often than not, I've learned, and and I still fight it every race when I end up in these positions. To sometimes it's Let's let's push this battle a little farther down the road and see if they step on their own dick. <laughs> yeah, a lot of times they will. 
just waiting, just being patient, waiting, putting a little yeah. pressure on. All right. It's the moment we've been waiting for. So, a quick rundown on our Xfinity points. Uh, these are post gateway. Uh, in leader of the points is going to be Mr. James Silver's teammate of mine with 314. Uh, second place goes to Adam Lancaster up two with 302. Kyle Mays sits third with 298. Big shout out to Kyle. He's a uh, friend of mine from old league. He came in the same time as I have. Running really good. Uh, Jim Ott's down two with 287. Had a bad run at Gateway. Dropped him down. Uh, Radburn Shutter's another teammate up seven and fifth with 272. Michael Robinson in six. Breaks dead even at 257. Yeah, Michael. <laughs> Go ahead, Michael. Yeah. Uh, Scott Fritz up one in seventh with 256. Myself, the 31 in eighth, up one with 252. Uh, one race short, first driver with six races. Hate I missed that race because I was leading the points at one point. But uh, Shocker Stritch is tied with me for eighth. He is down three with 252. Uh, 10th is going to go to Jordan Slater with 247 down three. And the special co-host Keith Hagney up plus 10 biggest gainer last week up in mm-hmm. 11th with 240. All right. So we'll see uh, from there. We got Tyler Evans in uh, P12, Robert Malikian 13, Alex Penn 14, Duranko 15, Hobbs is running out the top 16. Um, Keith, if you want to go ahead and cover our cup series points for us. Yeah, um, good old teammate leading uh in these Cup Series, uh Curtis Preston, um followed by another teammate, um GT Hawkins, um, uh Brandon Holder coming in at third, um John Swartz in fourth, old Huffy Huffmaster, he's uh in the top five here. That's pretty impressive for old Huffy, and uh. <laughs> Uh, Nick Mills, another teammate, uh, Cornerstone, uh, plus two this past week. Um, in sixth, uh, David Farmer, uh, lost a position this week. Um, the fall to seventh, uh, we got old John Kinder, um, plus two here in eighth. Um, myself, after y'all's rage quitting, uh, minus two <laughs> here this week in Knop and Peyton Hubbard route, uh, my NLR guy, uh, rounding out the top 10, buddy. Your your rage quit was the week before. That was what was on the t- uh, topic for the last oh. podcast. Uh, then we got Jonathan Atkins, last week's winner. Uh, P, he's in 11th right now. He went up three. Matt Grinier in 12th. Uh, James Silver's 13th. Mikey Nail 14th. Sean Christian's in 15th. And Josh Clemens is top 16, rounding out the so- uh, top 16, tied with Roger Pierce and Travis Twitty. Oh, yeah, three-way tie for, for 16th right now. So that's that's exciting. Um yeah, uh, Tweedy's doing really well in the Cup Series this season. He's struggling a little bit in the trucks, but doing really well in Cup. All right, so this is what everybody's been waiting for, is to get into the juicy details. We just finished up the Truck Series at Nashville Fairgrounds. Um, so tonight was race number two. Uh, just to clarify what happened, uh, so there's nothing that says that a driver's prohibited if they have two charters from racing down, unfortunately. Uh that's not something that the way it's the way it's not the way it's written in the rule book, it doesn't 
come out like that. So since Dickhead here had two charters, he decided he wanted to race down a second race and something he he had previously asked, and I had said I'd have to get back to you. I mean, he's it, how long was it since you asked me? It's been forever ago, and I told you I'd get back to you. Mm-hmm. So I, I, tonight I, you came to me and said, hey, can I run down and da da fill in for somebody in points? I was like, yeah, uh, I guess I guess technically you can. You have one more race down since you have your other charter. Um, it's, it's, you know, nobody had ever wanted to do that or whatever. So, uh, but yeah, <clears throat> that's fine. I said so. You raced tonight, obviously. Um, so we had an issue early on. I don't know what lap it was, but you and Ron Morris kind of had a little racing deal, whatever. You kind of hit the bump off two, washed up into him. He's pinching you down super hard. Um, I, in my opinion, I just felt like it, it was just way too early for any of that BS from you or him, to be honest. Um, what, what's your like point of view on that, I guess? like, What did I tell well, you? What did I tell you before the race? I, I told you it was going to start shit. I knew it was. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, well, well, we'll get on into the race part here in just a second, but you know, just like I told you, and just like I said earlier in this podcast, it's just the fact of who I am. And some I have some allies, and now that I know I don't. And that's okay, because I'm used to being the villain, obviously. But, um, you know, I, I sort of it sort of irritated me a little bit just because, you know, they certain individuals went to crying right from the rip. You know, I mean, just like Twitty did. He, he exposed something in the rule book, went in his favor. I did it too, but I asked you at the beginning of the season, and you just got back with me, and that's the reason why I clarif- clarified it with you first. And um, obviously, you the, the the head guy in charge here, so all right, that's what we're going to do. And, um, you know, it, and just like I told you, it's a short track. I got to start in the rear anyways. It's hell trying to get up to the front at any short track, that is. And, I mean, just like Healy said, I mean, patience, and that's what I was trying to have back there, and I was barely just minding my own business, just trying to pick off a car or a truck too here and there, and just that incident, um, I didn't say anything, because I, I know I hit a dip, and I slid up. I know I did, but, I mean, I thought he was a little bit higher than what he was, and then once I went back and watched the replay, I mean, I have my own vision of what I, what I seen afterwards and whatever, but I mean, I hate that that happened because I don't want to be that guy. You know, I'm not running for points um, like myself. Obviously, I'm running for team points for the guys, but I don't want to be that guy and be like, oh, well, this non-driver or non-points driver is coming here messing it up when I just said something last week in the Discord about not regulars coming in, you know, and messing things up. So that was clearly not the point. And obviously, I wasn't doing anything on purpose. I mean, hell, we're all fighting for the same real estate. And it is short track racing. I'm not going to use that as an excuse, but short track racing shit's going to happen. I mean, that's just how it is. It don't matter how good you are, how perfect you are. I mean, hell, it happens to NASCAR drivers every time they get on the damn track. So, um, you know, with that being said, I, I uh, it, it sucks. I mean, I hate, I really, honest to God, hate that it happened. But at the same time, you know... I wasn't the bad guy there. I don't feel, you know, it's just, like I said, just something that happens. So. Ely, you want to weigh in? Yeah. All right. So from where I'm sitting, I don't, I don't have a dog in this fight. And I've heard what you guys have said about the rules and 
how Keith maybe found a loophole, like maybe Twitty did last season. Um, from where I'm sitting, the so taking the the charters and everything out of the equation, which I guess you can't truthfully do. I think most guys are thinking about it in this way, and that is that if you're racing down from an upper series, you get one race. And I would imagine that is what most people have interpreted that rule as, because we've not had someone with multiple charters ever try to race race down multiple times before. Um, and frankly, uh, a lot of these truck guys uh, are not racing up in different series like like I am, for for example. So they might not even know that. Keith is on a different team and different series or whatever. And I'll be honest from where I'm sitting, I, I met like you're on cornerstone and one series and NLR internet. I, I want you to tell me cause I, cause I, I'm not sure. NLR, I, I don't, NLR is, you know, my actual personal. Yes. Team, yes. But, but that's just for the truck guys like okay. you know, Peyton and Jeremy and stuff like that. Okay. But, as far as like Xfinity and Cup, it's Cornerstone, Weaponized Hell, they're all together. So that's how that worked. Okay, so you race down once as NLR and you race down once as Weaponized. Is that correct? Yep. Okay, so, and I, I'm trying to play devil's advocate here to keep this entertaining. So a, a Keith or a guy from any series, if he is the... I guess you're the team owner of the NLR truck series team, correct? Mm -hmm. So a guy that just pays their charter, whether he runs in any other series or not, he can, he can run one race for them. Correct. Wait, what now? So, okay. If he has, if he has a charter in Xfinity and, doesn't meet truck rules, right? He mm-hmm. gets a race down. If he has a chartering mm-hmm. cup, if he has a chartering okay. cup okay. and doesn't meet truck rule, uh, truck specifications, he gets I a race you. down. I, I was looking at as teams, not versus a charter and cup versus a, a charter Xfinity. That that makes it make more more sense because I was since Dickhead here has a charter in Xfinity and cup. So he gets he, he gets a I, I get it he gets never, an Xfinity we, race down he gets a Cup race down right we never right? had this we we never had it before because most guys don't race two they they race one and, and that's it because they're it. or they'll or they hell some of them that are lower I rating will race up to help be a you know help fill the field like sub fifteen hundred you, you can race up as much as you want though right exactly there's nothing against it. Um, which is kind of like what I—I I don't know. That's kind of where I'm at with this whole thing. Is I don't know. Like I understand, like a little bit of the frustration, but it's not a playoff race yet. We're still early in the season. You know, the way you can look at it now is you don't have to worry about the the MF are coming back anymore. You know, silver lining, he can't race anymore. Like it's overdone moving on like he's used all like so you don't have to worry about him coming and taking a a, a race 
from another series, if that's or from at another time, if that's what you're worried about in that series. Um, where where do we go next week? I don't even know where the hell we're at. Kansas, Damn, Kansas. So good, good, you know, old, good old fashioned mile and a half. Yeah, a mile and a half <laughs> race next week. I mean, we've had back to back short tracks, so I'm sure that that doesn't help help with uh, tensions and and tempers and everything. But you know. He asked me months ago if he could do this, and I told him, you know, let me get back to you because I technically and and, and to be honest, with you, I kind of just thought he would forget about it because I didn't have a rule for it, and and I really didn't know at the time because there wasn't a rule for it. I mean, obviously, I might have to make one so there, now. Yeah, because there, there's thanks. Again, I'm playing devil's advocate, but there there are two ways to look at it. Yeah, I. I get that you get a race down per upper series. I I understand that now. I didn't understand it earlier. But the rule book also says that a higher series driver gets one race down. Technically, Keith is two upper series drivers because he's running both of those full time. I need so, to reword that. I need to reword that because it there, doesn't. Yeah, there there's gray area there and that's why and and i knew it as soon as keith was in the race if he was involved in any incident when ron said what he said over the radio i already knew that it was coming i'm sure there were 30 other drivers that knew it was coming as well because everybody's interpretation outside of the charter shit because let's be honest that's not the most important thing like, yeah, we want to get our team points and get that payout, but like we're racing for championships. And when you're thinking through that individual thought process, like this guy's raced down once, he he's done. So So uh, I, I get both. Let me let me ask this based somewhat off of Key's situation. Me as another driver who's racing Xfinity and Cup series. Does that also allow me another start in the trucks if my team were to need a substitute? Correct. It does. Okay. Just you've op- you've opened the floodgates, Jason. Well, there is no. Well, I mean, so that's the thing. He's the first MF to do it, so you know uh, he, just, he opened the floodgates. Transitor. Well, he walked up to the floodgates, and you you opened them up. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah my, I guess. Go ahead, Jason. No, go ahead. <laughs> well, the reason I ask that is just for for my own clarity, I guess, because there, without there being any kind of precedent beforehand, uh, just for myself and anybody else who may be wondering, that might be a question. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm. That's the whole point of it, is if anybody wants, you know, it's not just Ethan allowed to do it. Anyone, he just happens to be the one that did it first and thought of it. So, I mean, so let, let me throw this out there. This isn't, this isn't me necessarily. So let's say, cause I'm racing two series. Let's say there is a soul. All this guy does is race truck series and he might be new to this league. He might have been around for a while, but to that guy, it might feel like every single week, that there is a cup or Xfinity guy that's coming down at their favorite track that is potentially 
stopping them from getting what they think that maybe they deserve. And mm-hmm. and I can say this personally from last season, which it was inside of the rules, but how damn mad I was that Aaron Smith came down and like ruined my Coda race for me, which mm-hmm. again, that was inside of the rules. But when you allow people, when you give them, I guess, more than one race and they're with the car count that we have now, it can feel in the truck series like every week you got a Kyle Busch coming down basically to get in so, the way of someone locking themselves in the playoffs. So the uh, way the the way we fix it then is we just stop it all together. We just we're I mean if that's how it's going to have to if everyone's going to look at it that way we're going to have to just completely stop it and then when car count starts dropping off and we start ending up having fifteen or ten people then I I mean nobody needs to bitch or cry then because that's what's you know. Yep, and okay. I, I'm just playing both sides of the coin. I, I know here. what I'm you're just, saying, but I'm just starting. Yeah. To, I'm using an example. If if we if we stop letting people race up, down, whatever, and just say, okay, you're signed up for this series, that's all you can do. All right, let's be real, real for a second. They don't. Do, that's not what it is in real life, right? That's not how it works. We 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 amended it to be a little more uh, sim friendly or whatever. So and we made yeah. it so that there's you know they they technically have one race down. Per charter or whatever. I mean, oh. it doesn't say per charter, which is my bad. Um, so, and, and, you know, that's, that's where he, that's the gray area again, like where he gets, you know, drivers from a higher oh, series, God. maybe used one time and are required to start back. So it, he's from a driver from a higher series. And it's technically, if it, it should have said, uh, I, I don't know, it should say drivers get, one time period, I get. I don't know how to. I don't know, man. Wait, okay, well, here, here, go ahead, Keith. Go ahead. Okay, all right. So, so here's my thing. Like, I mean, I can use NASCAR, NASCAR for an example, or I'll just use Dirt Track for an example. Okay, obviously, you know, like Scott Bloomquist, Jonathan Davenport, they some of the best to ever do it on dirt. All right. So, if I'm racing locally, and you know, just locally every week, and them guys show up, yes, they're going to be the man to beat. I mean, that's just just mm-hmm. just how it is. But you proving yourself that you can run with them and or beat them, dude, that's something to to grow off of. Like, and, and I'm not and and leading that on into this, like, obviously, I'm not Aaron Smith, dude. He's an animal. But at the same time, if one of one of the just the regular guys could could at least run with him or there again, just happen to beat him at the end of the day. I mean, how do you think they're going to feel after the race? Like, yeah, uh, uh, a hundred times better. Yeah, I, mean, I will. Like you're only as good as who you race against, man. And 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 I'm not I'm not saying that I'm just tremendous, but am I pretty decent? Yeah, absolutely. Do do like as far as for myself, do I I mean, do I help like maybe like make people drive like harder or better? Absolutely. Hell, even with my teammates. I mean, weekly. That's just that's just how it is. Um, but you know, I, I hate that that it's come to that just everybody just starts bitching like right from the get-go i mean i knew it was going to happen as well as soon as i loaded in the damn practice session went top to, top of the boards like I, I knew it and i wasn't even trying i was just sitting there just turning laps and so when then when jason pulled me to the side after the driver's meeting i'm just like man here we go i was getting ready for him to tell me hey man i'm not gonna let you run but you know he laid the so ball. here's here's i'm gonna take one little section and and this is Part of why maybe some people perceive you the way they do. And you and I, I feel like 
good buddy. I'll talk to you about anything. I don't dislike you at all, like some other people do. Um, but then when you say, oh, I was in practice, I wasn't even trying. Like, people are going to take that the wrong way. And maybe you didn't mean it like that, but that's there are people that will focus in on, oh, that's I wasn't that. trying, but I was still first fastest. And that is... That's how you get guys that are every dude you come across is going to run you all the way up to the wall, run you down to the line every, and not have any, maybe kind of throw some etiquette out the window. And I'm not saying that's necessarily a fault on either side, but when you've come in and you had success right off the rip and you've, you've moved up and you're, you're still having success maybe not as much as he did in the truck series but still very much in contention in in both series people will start micro analyzing every little thing you say and that's that's adding fuel to the fire okay but that should also give you motivation to do better i will bounce off of that i i, I would say as far as the truck series is concerned the more drivers you have coming down a series to race in the truck series is going to push those truck series drivers to better their skill set and be able to compete with those guys that come down and in return betters the lower series and helps promote those guys up well you know i i used to get so mad when kyle bush used to go down and race the trucks i'm not gonna lie i really did i i fucking bet you did i I did i did but but as as time went on i understand why you know it was obviously whatever practice whatever he needs but at the same time you know it, it's it's pushing them guys like and it's, it's bringing ratings up like on mm-hmm. tv i mean it's it's is all around is i think it's a good thing and and just throwing that off over on this side of things like i think it's the same way i mean you got guys that don't run with these guys every week okay well they're coming down you know this is a chance for the all the the truck guys to, to prove what the hell they've been doing week in and week out for the season but when i mean you not not saying me i'm just talking about anybody in general but when somebody comes down to race and you just automatically start bitching like right from the rip i mean like what what are you doing are you really helping the series or are you hurting the series so and i i don't disagree with with anything you've said and what i'm going to say is not necessarily your fault at all because i'm the kind of guy that loves this shit and any kind of form of competition but to some people you like what i zeroed in on earlier where people are going to zero in on that one thing you said they're going to think that you're just coming down and trying to prove some kind of point because you weren't allowed to race in the truck series this season or things like that and there's there's multiple ways to take it, and I'm I'm trying to play both sides here just to get all of the opinions out there. But it's uh, I mean, you know, you you come here, you you pay bills with some of this shit. Like you're making good money, not just the bar league, but like I see the su- success you have in in the dirt racing and everything, and making money on races and for a lot of guys they're just doing it for fun and they want to feel like they have a shot and when they see keith hackney or kyle bush or what have you come down they're like well fuck what am i what am i even doing i'll go race another league where this this thing doesn't happen so they're and i'm not saying that's okay either because when i when i'm racing door to door with you i'm like well 
I I got to show this guy that I've I've learned a couple things and he can't just skate on by like I'm just some also ran and not everybody looks at it like that. Uh, same here. From week one back at Pocono in the Xfinity race, uh, me and me and Keith were teammates and both both ran very well that race and uh, I knew from that point that Keith was a guy that I needed to match as far as as talent and stuff like that. And I pushed myself to, to be a, to be somebody who can run with Keith at any given time. And even, even being a rookie to the series, that helps me push myself to be better in, in these races. And I feel like that carries over into those, those smaller series as well. I mean, I want the smaller series, like the guys in the trucks, like, so there's some of these guys, they've been here, in the trucks now since the inception of the trucks, since the trucks were started. I mean, at some point, you know, the trucks are supposed to be a a beginner. Uh, Trucks are beginners. Like we're supposed to, you Mm -hmm. know, supposed to be a feeder series for the other two. Like we want new people coming in and, and turning that wheel. Um, And some of those guys I know are going to probably, that's probably their skill set. They're probably going to be stuck there for a while, but then you get some of the faster guys that have been there for a minute. And then they're really, the trucks have really developed their skill set. Um, I mean, Wes Wigan is one of them, the dude and, and Dan Worthington, both those guys have hats off to both of them. They've developed their skill set as, you know, quadrupled. I, I would say from the time that we started this thing, you know, we're in season four. So I would wager to say that, you know, they're some within the top, five drivers easily every week. Um, I mean, the points kind of stand out and show it. Bobby Hall, another one, he, you know, they're flex, baby. You know, I know why those guys are upset. Like, I know why they're upset. I get it. Like, and the thing is, you know, when somebody comes down and races like this and, and uh, takes something away, what, I mean, I don't see it as they're taking anything away because it's going right back to the series. They're not taking anything other than points. I get that, you know, the nest, they, they may, maybe they want those points. Um, it's at the end of the day, one point or something, you know, um, tonight I made, I made zero money tonight off a second place finish. Exactly. Where did it go? go? To the pot. Okay. Okay. But, I feel like some of the guys who are mad, which I can't, I don't know all the guys are mad, but I kind of have a feeling, but, but I do know some, how are you going to get mad? Say for example, that, that one of the guys that dropped down, you know, they steal the win. Okay, cool. How are you going to sit there and complain about points that you wasn't going to have? Because either you're like back in 15th or 16th or two laps down or whatever the case is. Like you can't get mad at that. I mean, that guy, whoever it was, was just better than you that night. I mean, that's just, I think that's what it all comes down to. But going back to what Jason said, talking about, you know, had guys in the truck series from, from the get go, you know, that they've developed and that's great. I mean, that's what we all, that's what we all here to do, but you know, I'm going to speak on myself right here. I didn't get a chance to do that. I was forced to grow up and move up to the Xfinity and cup series just because of, I guess people, they thought my skill set was higher than theirs. Not necessarily because I don't, I don't, I've only ran two truck leagues before bluegrass. That's it. Maybe three seasons. That's all I've ran. Like I don't, I don't run asphalt. That's not my specialty. I don't, I mean, I didn't really have a care for it until I, till I moved or started running bluegrass just because I like the way it's ran. I like the, I, I do like the competition because now I know, how can I say this without 
being pinpointed, but I know me moving up to Xfinity and Cub, I'm not the man to beat every week, if that makes sense. Uh, that That's what it's all about. And to kind of build off of that, and this is this is not an indictment of our league or this series or anything. It's more an indictment of trucks as a whole on iRacing. That is as far as most people go, because once you get the trucks and you get in the higher splits, you can get good competition there, and then you never have to go learn another car. Why go learn another car when I'm already having fun? And that's that's not on us, or it's really not even iRacing's fault. It's just that first series where you can start getting good competition, and you can really start honing your skill and like really adapting to this single vehicle and that's like i know that there are a ton of people that look at me like i'm crazy when i say how much i like driving that next gen car because i know a lot of people hate it um i i enjoy it personally but they're once you get so used to driving the trucks and even xfinity too xfinity is more similar to trucks but the the cup car is such a huge departure from how those things drive on any any track whether it's dirt short track super speedway anything it's such a different thing that people look at as like i'm already having fun down here why why should i go drive this weird car that's different any other in any way when i could just have fun doing what i'm doing right now and i'll go ahead that, and that's how I was with the Xfinity car. I, I've ran leagues before coming to Bluegrass. Uh, I ran Gen 6 Cup Series. I ran Truck Series and a season or two of the Xfinity Series. And the Xfinity Series is where I struggled really hard at first because I did not know how to how to drive the car and how to save tires and make your make your forward progress last as time went on. And I started, I started to figure it out. I thought I had a f- pretty good grip of it. And... Uh, some things happened, and I ended up here at Bluegrass, and that was the initial series that I wanted to be in. And I was used to racing on Tuesday nights. I saw Wednesday nights for Cup Series also. The next gen, I wasn't too crazy about, but I was like, you know what? I'm already used to having something to do on Wednesday nights. I'll run the next gen as well. And finding finding success in the Xfinity car by teaching myself how to run the Xfinity car has pushed me into wanting to learn how to drive the next gen car and find success in the next gen car as well. And that's something something also I believe that can carry over from trucks and then through the progression of all the other series. Well, you know, you, you said some Healy talking about, you know, when you focus on one car life so you can hone your skills. And which I, I agree, I do, to a certain point. You hone your skills in that car. Right. You tailor it to that yeah, series. To that. Yeah. Okay, but this is where I, I have to disagree right. just a little is the fact that like as far as um I don't want to speak on myself, I'll speak on my team. Like my, my actual dirt team. Dude, we 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 can race anything on dirt, like no matter what the car is. Um, for most part, sprints kind of struggle. But um <laughs> uh but, That's a whole different thing. Yeah. But yeah. what I'm saying is like for the most part, like anything on dirt, you know, we can we can hop and rally cross with them. Uh Peyton's good on road, like um and then obviously with the cup stuff here. I think you 
like actually venturing out to run all these different cars, I really think that really sets you up to, to where you need to be. And mm-hmm. um, I ran a league race on dirt last night, actually. And I won that race. The track was completely slick, completely black. But I will tell you what, dirt didn't help me with that race asphalt helped me with that race because you had to be so patient and and Mm -hmm. just because and take care of your car just because obviously in asphalt you get any kind of damage you're pretty much screwed and and so i've took that on into the dirt side and vice versa i've took what i've learned on the dirt side to the asphalt side and i just think everything just it it all combines as a whole to to really just hone hone you as a driver that way you're like you're versatile like you can you can run this you can run that you can no matter if there's like a money race or just a league race like okay well they're running this car damn i don't got that much experience but i do got some so i know i know what i'm doing and and so that's the way i think that's the way these guys should should maybe start looking at things and start doing things instead of just focusing on one thing there's so many things on here to run and so instead of just focusing on one run different things to help you as a driver like to, to further on your progress as it comes so that- there is that, and and to build off of that as well, we we all pay whatever ten, eleven, twelve bucks a month for i racing. I think that if you are limiting yourself to one specific series in one specific discipline, you're not getting your money's worth. And I'm not going to say that I'm the 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 greatest rally driver or a pro two truck driver or any of that shit, but. Dude, if you go out there and run, you know, C-Class uh, Ferrari Challenge or you go run Pro 2 Lights or go run the uh, TCR front-wheel drive cars, like all of that stuff, and I'm not saying it translates one-to-one and like you were saying, but you get these different skills when you find yourself in different scenarios that allow you to react and be better. Like, I know, like, I'm I'm the big... Coda guy, I make a big fucking deal out of Coda or whatever, but like I I I enjoy yeah okay, (laughs) but uh I like I enjoy road racing. I'm not going to tell you I'm the the best at it, but like if I just go out there and like turn laps, like it's fun. I I do this stuff in real life for fun. I'm not not Lewis Hamilton. I'm not Chase Elliott, but it's fun. And if you can begin to find joy in not not necessarily winning races in the beginning, but just improving yourself as a driver. That's great. Yep. And and you're just getting a little bit better. It it just teaches you about car control in different situations, whether it's on dirt or asphalt or in the air, in a truck, in a car, front wheel drive, rear wheel drive, all that stuff applies in, in certain ways that will benefit you elsewhere. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. You're you're not wrong. Um, I I want to make a so, so I I think our our uh, guest next week is going to be Dan Worthington. I just want to cover that real quick. I think that uh, we should probably have. Uh, I want to have. Uh, you know, equal representation. I want to have Dan on to talk about his his. All right, so I was trying to explain before about Dan. He'll be on with us as our guest for next week. Um, next week we go to Kansas. We still have this week's uh, truck or Xfinity cup to, to run tomorrow is a Tuesday. So we'll obviously we'll be running Xfinity. Um, 
what are your thoughts on Xfinity tomorrow night? What do you guys think is going to go go down? Is it going to be worse than tonight with our trucks? Uh, obviously, we had a lot of cautions tonight. It was um, fifteen. Yep, fifteen cautions, man. That's a bit. One every ten laps. More. What, Keith? And I said I needed one more because I ran out of fuel. And it's sort of <laughs> ironic that the both drop down races I run, I'm either close on fuel or I run out. Ain't that some shit? You're you're just feeding the conspiracy theorist, man. Keith, I'll tell you now. I didn't want to tell you during the during the race, but uh where I was saving that extra fuel was uh clutching and rolling down the back stretch. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he didn't he didn't even want to hear it. (laughs) At, At one point, Blake was all over your back bumper. What were you thinking? When like, did you think he was going to get to you and use the bumper, or uh, and Blake, what were you thinking? Like, what was going on? With, you know. Well, I told him in Discord that I wasn't trying to push it so hard, but when I realized he was beat, about to beat my back bumper off at the end, I started driving a little bit harder, and I think that's mm-hmm. why I ran out of fuel. Mm-hmm. I, think, yeah. I wasn't gonna being a teammate. I, I wasn't going to use him up, but uh, I was going to run him pretty hard. I wanted to beat you pretty good. I wanted to win. I wanted to win that race. And I was very disappointed whenever I came sputtering out of four. But I I can tell both of you if uh, my teammate didn't give me my last uh, four X's to where I had to drive soft, I was going to send whoever was on the inside into who was on the outside. When I restarted P3, I was going to fuck it. I was going to send you. We were, we were strategically <laughs> planning for that. Don't worry. I, I figured because you had you two, and then I had Peyton on the, out, on the outside. I was like, I can't win for losing up here right now. But I if I had some X's to give there, I was going to give them to you. <laughs> uh, I, I want to touch base on this real quick. Drew Prawl had a really good run tonight. Drew had his best run of the year. And this is what he, he started 16th and he ended up finishing P5. But Drew spun the tires on one of those restarts. I feel like if Drew, he was on fresh tires, I, and yeah. I, I don't know if he was in second gear or what, but he spun the shit out of them tires. I feel like if he doesn't spin the tires there and hold everybody up, I think he, we, we either have another yellow for one uh, potentially happen, or I think some of those guys that were on fresh tires that were behind you all probably have a better shot because Taylor ends up getting um, EOL and still comes back and finishes fourth because Peacock was also on freshies there for a minute. And I think that that kind of had a played a little factor in everything. What? Well, I'm going to tell you what happened to Drew. Uh, Castrensa got into the back of him on that restart. That's what got him sideways. Oh, I didn't see that. See? Yeah. See, we was in, after the race, I was, we was in Discord. He come in there and they was watching it. And Castrensa got on the throttle just a split second quicker than Drew did. And that's what happened. Okay. So. But, I mean, Sean had uh, a good run tonight too, though. But he he started P three and finished P three, so Sean's yeah. been solid all season. But you know the tire fall off wasn't that bad there. I mean, Nothing. I remember because um, I remember from when last season, if I'm not mistaken, I only pitted once, and that was at the stage, and I, that's what I was trying to do this time. But I was trying to play track position, so I me and Blake pitted right before the stage. And mm. that's how that's how we was up there. If we would have pitted at the stage, yeah, we would have been good for the end. But yeah, I mean, it makes sense. And with, you know, with our penalties, that was kind of our card to play as well. Mm. But the, the fuel save, track position, strat at National Fairgrounds, no matter what series you run, always wins. I've seen I've seen it a thousand times. 
because you're, you're going to have cautions. It doesn't matter what, what group you're in, what series you run, you're going to have cautions at National Fairgrounds. It's just, it's one of those tracks. It's a real, I, I love the track. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I do too. Fun as hell. Fun track. I know a lot of people don't like it, but. Things. I wish it's I race and put dirt on it. Hmm. Mm. Somebody else said that. Was that you that said that the other day? Me and you were talking about it. I guess it was. Um, Perfect track for that. Too much he, of a good thing is a bad thing. Healy, you had a solid finish, P6. I mean, I feel like, uh, you know, 26 to 6 is not bad. I mean. Yeah. Uh, all things considered, I had to play it pretty safe at the end. I rolled like the last 30 laps with 16X. I, I got put in some bad spots and. I, I wasn't able to to press the issue like I would have wanted to. I, th- I think I could have pulled a, at least the top three out of it, if not have uh, tried to make it real interesting for for Blake and Keith and and their team and all that. But uh, I I can't be mad at it. And Fairgrounds is a track like I kind of dread coming to it, but then once I get into the rhythm and I, and I figure out the tire wear and everything and, and get on schedule that it, it's not as bad as I make it out to be in my mind. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. I, I understand why people don't like it because we get messy races like we had tonight, but that is really any short track, whether it's fairgrounds, Wilkesboro, Martinsville, Bristol, what it like, Short track racing is Gateway. messy. Gateway, even. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I know this is a, a thing that I've proposed to you before, and it got shot down, and, and maybe rightly so, but I think at a track like that where you're using guys' bumper, not necessarily kill the incident limit, but maybe give us a, a little bit more to play with, but yeah. I'll I'll leave that in your hands. <laughs> I know what you're saying, but the thing is that we've we've had that proposition before, and we've done something with that already before, and it doesn't change anything, man. Um, it just I'm sure it just it, it, ratchets it, up to the next limit. It exacerbates but, the issue. It makes the racing way way worse, actually, because yeah. then they're like, Keith, hey, "Hey, Keith." I see that you don't know what that word is, so spell exacerbate for me. Sounds like masturbate, but so so he failed. What ends up ha- <laughs> what ends up happening is like I think we raised the incident limit once before, um, like the twenty five or something. Twenty five or would, twenty eight. Yeah. I can't remember something like that. It was a lot higher, and that was like early on season one, season two. But what ends up happening is. Guys are like, oh, I can get 28 incidents. I can get 28 exactly. incident points before I get a penalty or I get DQ'd or whatever. And it's like, just it doesn't change anything, man. I mean, if yeah, we hadn't already just tried kinda, it, yeah, it, it just kind of delays it. The unfortunate thing about those short tracks is that they hand out those four X's like they're candy. Yeah, they sure do. I had, uh, I had a couple where they weren't big hits, but I got four X's for them, and that's what didn't allow me to drive you guys as aggressively as I wanted to at the end, but we're, we're all playing by the same rules. And when, which I don't think Keith got as affected as I did, but when you start in the back and I I did that to myself, I didn't have to do that. I probably wouldn't have been in that spot to start with. So that's how it goes. Travis 20 and George Gibbs had top tens tonight, uh, eighth and ninth. 
respectively. That was that's a good night for those guys. I mean, they started in the back and only had eight and four. I mean, and then you look at Bobby, he's got twenty eight and he started P four. You know, and, and Allen had uh what where was Duranco? He had twenty four and started P nine. And then on, Taylor had Taylor had twenty. Peacock had twenty and started eight. I mean, it's just like you, I know not all of them are their fault and shit like that. I get that, but you know, Wes had twenty. Um, I think the, I had four. Gary had sixteen. Yeah, you had four, and you came from twenty fifth. Well, last. technically, dead last guy. You oiled you. So you're you're back there. We started side by side. Yeah. It's just and Drew. Uh, I heard Drew, you revving the shit out of that thing. Drew only had eight, <laughs> and he came from sixteenth. Um, I don't know, man. I just, I felt like it was just. As a, as a wise man once said, the prophet, Randy Savage, the cream rises to the top. Rises to the top. (laughs) Yeah. The cream always rises to the top. Oh, or something else. That's all I can say. That's what I'm talking about right there. (laughs) Uh, we got anything. I'm glad you had 16, 16 X, even though I didn't know during the race, because if I would have got to you that last lap, we we was going for a ride. Oh, I I, I saw, because I, I saw how your line was. I was kind of running a groove outside of what you're running, and I, I saw what you're doing. I was like, God, if Keith gets here, I'm going to cuss this man after this race. And luckily, I, luckily you didn't. I finished the race with 12. And what disappoints me is that I didn't throw it up in front of Peyton, block him when I was out of fuel, and take that extra four X to win the race. That's, That's a good thing you point. didn't, though. Any less hey. of a racer would would have done that. But hey, you, you go back a you go back a couple weeks and uh, you go by the man, Jason Bridges. Say, I got some X's to use. I'm gonna use them. Damn it! <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. So. Uh... Anything else we need to touch base on or or cover before we do some picks for the rest of the week? What about NASCAR getting started up this weekend? Bush Clash this weekend? Boy, I'm ready because my Bengals lost and I need NASCAR. (laughs) Which again, Fantasy League, Bluegrass Fantasy League, everyone signed it. Ten bucks, winner takes all. It. It just makes watching that. It just adds another dimension to it. You got to, when your favorite driver gets wrecked, you got other shit to root for. So I highly recommend it. Come hang out, talk shit with the boys who you picked this week. Let, let's do the damn th- I think we got seven or eight right now, which is fine, but I'd like to have 30 or 40 of you guys, preferably. Okay, that would make it better. I need to get, I need to get, to get that done and get signed up. When are we doing the draft? So. I'll explain it again. There, there is no draft. Mm. Um, every okay. race, every race, you pick five drivers, and you can only use a driver through the regular season. I think twenty times. So, through a thirty-six race season, you can't pick. You know, Hendrick Motorsports, all four drivers, and one other guy every single week. You got to be can smart pick, about can it. Can people pick the same guy? Yes. Oh, yes. So it's a it's a based on like who who scores the most out of like out of your five. Okay. Okay. Out of your five, and then on top of the five guys you pick, there are four matchups that are generated by NASCAR every week. 
Uh, like last year, for example, there were a couple weeks where like one of the matchups was Denny Hamlin or Ross Chastain, and you pick who who you think is going to finish higher in that race. Uh, so for for the five guys you pick, um, you can get a maximum of however many drivers are in the field. So forty car field, your guy wins. You get forty points, and okay. you get their stage you get their stage points as well. And then for the matchups, like I was talking about, if you pick correctly in the matchup, it's ten points per per correct pick and your points tally at the end of the season. I don't do that. The app does that. So you don't have to worry about my drunk ass doing it. And at the end, one of you guys will, if we have enough, it'll pay for your whole next season and you're done. Well, I'll go ahead and tell you, I want in on that. And every week I'm picking Stuart Hoss racing. I just sent you my entry, by the way, my man, that's what I was just playing. I was just playing. I'm a Hendrick guy. Oh my, of course you're a your guy kick him, out. kick him out all right we gotta go over points real quick for trucks since we haven't done that yet and then it'll be time to do some picks and uh call this thing a wrap all right so yes, sir your boy peyton hubbard is sitting in p1 383 points he's uh 43 points above uh p2 bobby hall jr he's coming in as a new p2 one point above west wigan uh, who's in P3. Wes uh, is currently tied I'm sorry, 10 points. He's 10 points ahead of Sean Kostritza who just moved up two spots. Um, Alex, you stayed even in fifth with 321. Cody Anderson gained a spot at 310. Lucas Lyons gains a spot. He's 307. Jonah Colbert. Again, Jonah, I am so freaking sorry I did that, man. Uh, he drops four spots into 306. Uh which, you know, he only got last place points because I freaking DQ'd the guy like an idiot. Brutal. Um, Great job, Jason. Barrett Morton is what a, what a killer. Uh, Barrett Morton's in P9, uh, 303. Cody Verrill, 289 with your 10th place. Uh, Tyler Evans is sitting in your 11th place at 287. Sean Kaiser is at 277 and 12th. Alan Duranco is 13th plus five with a good finish tonight. I know Alan's been having a rough go of it, but I think that moving into 13th, after a decent finish tonight, uh, with two seventy three, so those those guys are pretty close in that area. So you know, and that's the thing about the points is you may have a few bad weeks, but you, you just don't you don't give up, man. You just gotta stick with it and 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 keep gotta rolling. Grind it out, gotta grind, grind it out. It out. Uh, Dustin Ronstadt in fourteenth right now with two seventy two. Like I said again, these points are super tight. Dan Worthington's in fifteenth at two sixty five. Uh, and then 16th um, is Brian Terry, 262. You got Jeremy Vaughn with 255. Technically, he's he's already locked in. Um, Ed Osborne, 251. He moved up a spot. Fernando moved up a couple spots. Looks like he's at 251 now. Drew Prohl, uh, 248. Devin Scroggins, 248. He's in 20th. Taylor Peacock, with your uh, he's your last guy that has a win who's sitting outside the top 16 which would knock out Dan and Brian at the moment. Taylor has uh, 243 points, but he's got that that win to lock himself in, and he's sitting in 22nd at the moment. David Brackett sitting in 23rd, moved up a spot, 218. Ron Morris is 216. Uh, Travis Twitty moved up four with 216. Tyler Ron. George Gibbs moved up three. He's in 26 with 211, and uh, Will Weber dropped two with 199 
That's your top 27. Ronnie Shirk is in uh, 28th with 196. Michael Cole, 177 and 29th. And Mark Gilbert rounds out your top 30 uh, with 165, which I don't think he'll be running. I, I don't know if he's still running or not. He he didn't run tonight. He was pretty upset uh, last week about some stuff. But there's there's definitely some winners that are not in that top 16. Some guys that have uh, Ronnie Shirk jumps out to me as somebody who could potentially win one of these upcoming races. And then of course, you know, you have your Daytona race. That's a crap shoot. Anybody can win that one at the end of the season. There's definitely a reason for guys to stick around and, and, and work through it. And, and, you know, hopefully, um, we see something happen is all I can say. I've seen crazier things happen, but I definitely think some of these guys have a potential to, to make a run back for it. And we'll see if they, they come in and, and stick it out. All right. So we got to do Xfinity and Cup picks. Uh, Alex, you want to start us off? You're going to put me right on the hot seat, huh? Right away. So I've got her pulled up here. And short track, it, it's kind of like a super speedway where, you know, you're kind of pulling the hand on a slot machine. But, at the, man, I really want to pick Michael Robinson so bad. But I'm not going to do that to him. I'm not going to do it to him. Because if I don't pick him, he has a chance. And even though I don't know this man, I'm rooting for him. Um, what I should do is pick Blake because he's sitting right here. <laughs> you know how that goes. <laughs> oh, like, man. Here's what I'm going to do. Since I'm off of probation now. Mm-hmm. For my next truck race, I'm going to pick. Tyler Evans. Wait. Weapon. Or your No, right. I'm picking him for this race. For I'm Xfinity. picking him for Xfinity. Xfinity. But I know I know that maybe Tyler's had some issues with me and he might have given me some protests when he wasn't necessarily involved. But Tyler, if you're listening, I'm I'm giving you the good juju tonight, my friend. I know that you're a Bengals fan and at our hearts we are one with the tiger, and I am going to propel you to first place. All right. So, Tyler's uh, <laughs> your pick. Let's, start, let's go ahead and wrap it around to Blake, and then Keith, and I'll go last. Um, National Fairgrounds and the Xfinity car. Pick I'm yourself. Gonna go, no, I'm going to go with the guy sitting below me. He ran really good in the truck race tonight. I'm going to give it to Keith. Keith, what you got? You ready for this one? My God, could you see the satisfaction on Keith's the face ego. when he just got his he just got his taint licked <laughs> live and on air? I can't I can't hardly stand this right now. I'm about to back out of this shit. <laughs> roll, roll. It. Scrap it, scrap it. It's trash. <laughs> You're gonna love this one. Who I pick? Oh, I know who it is already. For the Xfinity winner. Uh, <laughs> I know it. <laughs> My arch rival, Adam Lancaster. <laughs> Lancaster. This, this is this I knew is it. The, this is the week he gets to take down the Grim Reaper. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh shit! I don't even know, man. Like I think it's probably going to be who have I not picked yet? I'm going to pick. 
it feels like a pretty good Radburn week to me personally. I think, I mean, Radburn is, uh, I want to go with somebody else, but I think, yeah, I'm going to go Radburn. Screw it. I yeah. was going to do that. Solid He's dude. due for one. Yep. He, he is due. I was going to pick Mo, but I think Radburn's got it. All right. Cup series. On to Cup. Who wants to start us off on Cup? I think Blake's got to go. Nah, not me. Pole position, buddy. It's your time to shine. I'm putting uh, it on you. <laughs> put you on the spot. Let's, let's hear it. I'll tell you. I'm going to be a two-way tie between... No. Hell no. I, hell no. no. got to pick one. All right. Pick one. Um, GT Hawkins. 14 car. I'll pick. So I'll pick. GT. Yep. Keith. You know, this is the week that I say... My good buddy, Alex Huffman. Huffman. I was about to pick him. I was about to pick him, but now I'm going to wreck him. (laughs) Keely, who you got? Damn, now I got to go back to the drawing board. It takes patience. Build strategy. It takes strategy. It'll be whoever patient enough to ride the back for a while and... Wait on the the everybody else to wreck out. This, this isn't the first time I've picked him. I know Jason, you're gonna fucking pick Jason, two F bombs. When, when you shit, I'm on like six or seven. <laughs> when you think patience and the Cup Series, who comes to mind? A couple people. Brian Terry right. for one. Well, he is patient. Oh yeah, but Nick, Nick Mills. You're all over the place, man. I'm talking about the most, the most patient, level-headed. Oh, Matt Grenier, yeah. Yep, Matt Grenier. Nothing will get to him. If I don't it, get into his left rear. If you get into his left rear, I'm going to send you <laughs> to Clarksville, buddy. <laughs> uh, Brandon Robertson. I almost went that way too. That's that's two YNH Motorsports fellas there. YNH with those, balling this week with them hot paint schemes. <laughs> and if you haven't Your listened, here. if you haven't checked out the uh, broadcast, make sure you guys check it out because they uh, they talk about those beautiful paint schemes on the broadcast so so often. Uh, those guys are doing a fantastic job on the broadcast. Gotta gotta get my hats off to uh, Steve and the boys. Um, UDTV, yeah. Steve McMillian and uh, BJ Duvall. Uh, special guest Mikey Neal was in the booth with him again tonight. Mikey killed it as usual. Uh, so those guys are doing a fantastic job. They're they're doing stuff that no other broadcast team is doing. So if you haven't already watched our broadcast, go check it out on YouTube. It's a Bluegrass iRacing series. It's on YouTube, Facebook. Um, let's go ahead and thank those beautiful sponsors, Alex. You did a wonderful job last week doing that. Let's go ahead and put you on the hot seat again. Beautiful sponsors, but I have... Thank those sponsors one more time for us, buddy. I'll do it. Also, on the broadcast, you said no other broadcast does what they do. No other broadcast uses Fergie's vocals from 
the NBA NBA All Star Game from like four years ago when she cannot sing the national anthem mm. as a as a veteran personally. I really appreciate that shit because it means nothing to me. It's just a stupid song. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sponsors Kinder Performance Group, John Kinder, the OG, the legend. Holler at your boy. Huffman Designs. That guy does Photoshop and things like that to make designs that I couldn't even fathom because I do it with trading paints because I suck. Scott Fritz also does stuff like that. If you want paint schemes that are good, talk to those guys. Don't talk to me. If you want a shitty one for free, you can talk to me. <laughs> if you want a good one for like 2 or $3 or whatever they charge you, it's probably worth it. Probably. But, but kicker, it will kick you square in the ass. That's all I got to tell you. Uh, Red Rocket Buildings and Barbecue. I like buildings and I like barbecues, so they do that shit that I like. Elevated outdoors, I like to get high when I'm outside. Let's go. <laughs> and, and don't forget WJM. WJM. Oh, that's the last one right there. WJM. They sponsor like 973 drivers in our league. And boy, good for them. It seems like a good team to be a part of. I can't wait to beat every single one of them. <laughs> All right, guys. I think that's going to wrap it up for us tonight. That's Alex. That's Blake. That's Keith. I'm Jason. We'll see you next time. Three, one. Let's go.